Today is Wednesday, February 1st, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. I forgot to provide a shameful anecdote about Representative George Santos Zabrowski yesterday, so he gets to go first today. Yesterday, Santos announced that he submitted a request to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to temporarily recuse himself from his assignments on the Small Business and Science Committees until he's cleared in the multiple investigations into him that are going on across the globe. Literally, though, two consonants and counting. Santos also told reporters yesterday that he is not considering leaving office, even after a poll conducted by his hometown newspaper on Long Island found that 78% of voters in his own district think that he should resign, including 71% of Republicans. Forget the constituents, though. Clearly, the real victims are small businesses and science, which have just suffered major setbacks. From George Santos to Ron DeSantis, next we have two stories out of Florida. New reporting from the Washington Post investigated the real-life impact in Florida schools of a law that took effect last July, which mandates that all books in schools be age-appropriate, free from pornography, and suited to student needs. Before we talk about the impact, though, there's a lot more to know about these legal changes. Because of an existing Florida law that makes it a third-degree felony to distribute harmful materials to minors, any teacher who finds themselves on the wrong side of this new book law can face up to five years in prison and a $5,000 fine, and potentially lose their teaching license. The book law is also quite hands-on, with a requirement that a school's books be approved by a state-trained school media specialist who is trained on book collection. However, that training wasn't published until last month, so schools didn't even know what books they could have until a few weeks ago. Now schools in at least two counties, Manatee and Duval, have directed teachers to remove or cover their classroom libraries in response to new guidance issued by the Florida Department of Education. Though the school districts say they're working to review more titles to add to their list of state-approved books. Giving Major Orwell here. I also did a quick browse of the list of books that are banned in Duval County. And though I'm not familiar with the full breadth of children's literature, I definitely recognize some banned titles including the biographies of Rosa Parks, Harvey Milk, and Malala, and a Berenstain Bears book. Because if there's anything the parents of Florida fear, it's that their children grow up to be a social justice icon or an animated bear. It is a historically bad time to be a student in Florida. The Florida High School Athletic Association will consider at its February board meeting whether it will require student athletes to disclose information about their menstrual history, specifically by answering five questions about when someone first and most recently got their period, how much time they have between periods, how many they've had in the past year, and their longest time ever between periods. The board of directors will also be discussing whether the form should be kept by the healthcare provider and or the student's parents, and only have a medical clearance form sent to the school. Watch out, Drama Club. They've come for the readers and the athletes. Sounds like you might be more likely to be living in Footloose than performing it anytime soon. What would a week be without going down another 2016 memory hole? On Monday, the Manhattan District Attorney impaneled a new grand jury to present evidence regarding Donald Trump's role in paying hush money to Stormy Daniels during his first campaign. According to legal experts, the beginning of witness testimony to the grand jury indicates that the DA could be close to deciding whether to indict Trump. And on Monday, a key witness was seen entering the building where the grand jury is sitting. 
The witness was none other than the former publisher of the National Enquirer, David Pecker, who helped broker the deal with Stormy Daniels to keep her sexual affair with Trump quiet while he was running for president. The prosecutors have also begun contacting officials from Trump's 2016 campaign, and they recently subpoenaed phone records and other documents. And while it's not totally clear why the Manhattan DA is resurrecting a case we all believe to be long dead, I'm hoping this at least means Stormy Daniels could have a shot at the Traitor season two. And finally for today, President Biden and Speaker McCarthy will be meeting today to talk about the debt limit and budget priorities. So far, there have been no major signs of movement in the negotiation, with the White House seeking commitment from McCarthy that he would never let the country default on its debt, and House Republicans saying that they want structural fiscal changes in exchange for voting to raise the debt limit. However, they have yet to publicly specify which programs they would cut. And that's today's episode of the Republican Party starring as the dog who caught the cock. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you can't get enough of this podcast, check out our premium Extra Extra episodes. This week, we investigated whether Ron DeSantis is a scarier presidential prospect than Donald Trump. We went deep into DeSantis stories from college, Congress, the Navy, and when he attended high school parties as a boarding school teacher. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, click on the episode to get a seven-day free trial right in your morning announcements feed. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can find it by typing morning announcements extra extra into your search bar. As always, thank you so much for helping us keep the show growing by leaving a five-star rating, a subscribe, a follow, and especially a positive review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.